Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The Eric Erickson Show across the country from Atlanta, Georgia, no less. The phone number is 877 877- Nine seven Eric eight seven seven nine seven three seven four two five. Well, I, I'm in a position I don't like to be, and I, I never like to defend Mitch McConnell, and I don't know that I am defending him. The headlines all over America today are that McConnell blinked. McConnell blinked. I, you know, listen. The press hates McConnell. A lot of Republicans do too. President Trump accusing him of selling out on the debt ceiling. I don't know that it's a sellout. It is a punt for sure. But there are some dynamics you got to keep in mind here. Uh, First of all, as long as the Republicans in the Senate were continuing to refuse to cooperate, the Democrats had a united front against them. Now, let's take the media out of the equation. We know the media is not going to be fair or honest. We know they're going to lie to help the Democrats. We know they're going to mischaracterize this as Republican obstruction. And the Democrats could do it with reconciliation. The media has ignored all of that. They're going to continue to ignore all of that. What you got to pay attention to more specifically, however, is that as long as the Republicans were blocking the debt ceiling increase as they have been, the Democrats had a united front. The moment last night, the moment Mitch McConnell signaled he would cut a deal, the Democrats went back to fighting each other pretty ruthlessly, which is what McConnell wanted. Now, the reality is that this is going to get punted until December. The Treasury Department, or the, the Congress will raise the debt ceiling by $480 billion, that will provide enough money. Think about this. $480 billion will only provide enough money to get to December. And we will have this fight all over again, and nobody's position has changed. There are a couple of dynamics here that I, I don't know that have gone explored that we probably need to explore. Number one, Joe Manchin signaled he would not gut the filibuster to raise the debt ceiling. So if all of the Republicans hold together come December and Joe Manchin keeps his word on this, the Democrats will have to cut a deal because there won't be the votes to cut the, to scrap the filibuster. However, point two, there are a couple of Republican senators, including Rob Portman and Roy Blunt, who are not running for reelection. Both of them have suggested they could see a carve out on the debt ceiling that they could carve the debt ceiling out of the filibuster and allow the filibuster to still apply to everything except the debt ceiling. McConnell is worried about the filibuster. If they carve out an exception for the debt ceiling, 
it sets a precedent that there are legislative items to be carved out. Keep in mind that the filibuster, Harry Reid carved out an exception for judicial nominations or general nominations. And because of that exception, when the Republicans got back into power, they said, well, there's an exception for nomination. Supreme Court's a nomination. Uh, that falls under the exception as well. And, and the whole kit and caboodle blew up for nominations. So you carve out an exception for the debt ceiling. Suddenly, it's a, leg- it's a piece of legislation. Suddenly, there are carve-outs for legislation. Suddenly, it becomes very easy to argue, well, precedent has been set here on some legislation. This is very critical. So is civil rights. So is gay rights, so are transgender rights, so is banking reform, so is the Green New Deal, so is climate. And suddenly it's it's a domino effect. McConnell is strategically worried about that. He is worried about the debt ceiling that Joe Manchin came out and said he would not support a filibuster exception for the debt ceiling suggests McConnell is worried about some of the Republicans who have chosen not to run again for office. Roy Blunt and Rob Portman are both the most likely suspects because both of them have signaled they would consider an option. And McConnell wants to preserve the filibuster. And I don't blame him. You should want the filibuster preserved. But then three, there is this dynamic. We are right now on October 7th having a media spectacle over Republican divisions. One of the things that happens when Republicans are in charge is the media does whip counts. Now, follow along with me here. This is really important for you to understand how this trips the Democrats up with the media double standard. This is is one reason why the media bubble the Democrats live in actually helps Republicans. When Republicans are in charge... And they have a situation like reconciliation, like they did with the Trump tax cuts in 2017 or 2018. The media begins to whip the vote. Whipping the vote means they go and they ask every Republican, are are you in favor of this? Are you in favor of this tax? Do you really want to cut the taxes? What about you? 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 Then they go to all the Republican senators and they do the whip count. Well, well, Senator Portman's in favor of this. Senator Cruz is only in favor of this. Senator Paul's only in favor of this. Senator Lee's in favor of this. They got consensus on this one. This one's going to pass. This is where we are. That's what the media does. When the Democrats are in charge, the media never does a whip count. When the media is in, when the Democrats are in charge, the media doesn't whip them. The media takes Chuck Schumer's statements at face value the progressive statements at face value, the Democrat statements at face value. So yesterday, Mitch McConnell signaled, we're going to punt this until December. I suspect the Republicans are going to cave. I do. It's what Republicans do. But by punting to December, what happened? It immediately pivoted the focus back to reconciliation. And for the first time yesterday, now that the debt ceiling is gone, the media started asking questions. And guess what? It turns out it's not just Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema. The Democrats are having whip count problems with a host of senators on the reconciliation bill. A lot of them think it's too big. They're trotting out John Tester from Montana. Tester from Montana is a progressive, 
openly so. Montana is maybe a Republican state, but it elects Democrats. Their their governor had been a Democrat. They got John Tester. They reelected John Tester in a very closely fought race. And John Tester has now come out and oh uh, yep, I'm I'm all in favor of everything Joe Biden wants. He sounds he talks like a conservative, but he's actually pretty progressive. He's surrounded actually uh, by a bunch of progressives in his office. And the result is that he's all in on the progressive agenda. So they're trying to get John Tester to come out and say, oh, well, we have a red state Democrat and, and he's the reasonable one. Joe Manchin's not. Nobody in Washington has fallen for it. They know who Tester is. But you've got Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire. She is polling behind Republicans right now. You've got Mark Kelly in Arizona who's only polling a couple of points ahead of the Republicans. Here in Georgia, there's Raphael Warnock. He's going to be up for re-election. And you will note there has not been a single major major credible poll out in Georgia about where Warnock stands against the GOP. That in and of itself is telling to me. The fact that Warnock's team hasn't leaked internals showing him dominating is a problem. Now suddenly the media's got a whip. The media, the media is realizing, wait a second, there's no democratic unity here. And on top of that, now that they're not all unified against Mitch McConnell and fighting, two new fights have spilled out into the open. Last night, Joe Manchin of West Virginia told the Democrats two things. One is the Democrats have three big things they want to do. They want to do essentially child welfare. They want to do senior elder care, and they want to do the Green New Deal. And he told them they've got to pick one, that he won't go along with all three. Two of them have to die. They can pick one. That it's got to be $1.5 trillion and no more. And this is the one that guts them. It's got to include the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment is the congressional amendment that says no federal taxpayer funding can go towards abortions. The government, for example, can send money to Planned Parenthood, but that money can't be used to pay for abortions. Progressives have said the Hyde Amendment must die. Joe Biden has said the Hyde Amendment must die. Chuck Schumer said the Hyde Amendment must die. And Joe Manchin says, you got to have my vote. And if you want my vote, it's got to survive. So Manchin is the president calling the shots. He's at the White House right now. Neither the uh, White House nor Joe Manchin's office will confirm it. But he was seen going into the West Wing. And with Joe Manchin, it can't be more than $1.5 trillion. I suspect he'll cave on that and get to two. It's got to be one of the three things. It can be the Green New Deal. It can be expanded child care or it could be expanded health care for senior citizens. It can't be all three. Pick one. The other two have to die. And it's got to be the Hyde Amendment. And the Democrats are crying foul on this. Here's Bernie Sanders. I want to say a few words about the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill that a number of us are fighting for. And I'd also like to make some brief comments uh, about what Senator Manchin uh, said earlier today. Uh, First, let us be clear. Uh, Poll after poll, including polls in West Virginia, show that what we are trying to do in this reconciliation bill is enormously popular among the American people. But it's not just the American people who support what we're trying to do. 48 out of 50 members of the Senate Democratic Caucus support the bill, and 210 members, about 96 percent 
of the House Democratic Caucus support the bill. And by the way, the President of the United States uh, supports the bill. Uh, and while we're at it, uh, let me tell you who is vigorously opposed to this legislation. And I think it's important that the American people understand that. Because this is the corruption of American politics. The corruption of American politics. That's Bernie Sanders, who himself is in a fight today. You see, Bernie Sanders was asked to sign on to a statement within the Democratic Conference condemning the harassment of Kristen Cinema. It leaked late last night after 10.30 that Joe uh, Bernie Sanders refused to sign the statement. Bernie Sanders is the only Democrat in the Senate who wouldn't sign the statement. Bernie Sanders says, according to sources... Bernie Sanders wouldn't sign the statement denouncing the harassment of Kristen Cinema unless the resolution also denounced Kristen Cinema's positions. You should keep in mind that Bernie Sanders supporter James Hodgkinson attempted a mass assassination of Republican members of Congress after Bernie Sanders denounced their policies and said their policies would kill people. Bernie Sanders doesn't care about the harassment of other people. Bernie Sanders has yet to apologize for his rhetoric inspiring James Hodgkinson to attempt the mass assassination of Republican members of Congress. He's not going to apologize for this. He doesn't care that Kristen Sinema got harassed. He's a communist. It's what communists do. So you got Joe Manchin now telling the Democrats, uh, you got to pick one of three, can't be more than $1.5 trillion, and it's got to have the Hyde Amendment. Progressives are spitting mad this morning. You got Bernie Sanders refusing to sign on to a resolution condemning harassment against Kristen Cinema, unless it also condemns Kristen Cinema. And none of these fights would have broken out. None of the Democratic divisions would have happened had McConnell not punted. The Republicans will probably still cave. This buys McConnell more time to try to get them all in line. I don't know that he can. When you got Roy Blunt, Rob Portman, they're not accountable to voters anymore. What do they care? They're leaving the Senate. What do they care if the filibuster gets blown up? Manchin says he's not going to blow it up for the debt ceiling. No positions have changed, which means we're going to have this fight all over again in a month and a few weeks. And no positions have changed. And the Senate will also have a ton of things they have to do. Perhaps McConnell is setting a trap none of us see. I think there's going to be a Republican cave. I'm not surprised by that. The debt ceiling's going to be raised. The debt ceiling will, by the way, it will be raised. You and I may not think it needs to be. It will be raised. Uh, there's no reason to argue about the world that might be when it could be, um, it, when we're dealing with the world that is. And in the world that is, the debt ceiling will be raised. How and at what cost to the Democrats? That's the question. I don't know. We'll find out. But what I do know is that had McConnell not punted, we would have another week of, of united attacks, even by Manchin and Cinema, against the Republicans. And now that we punted, suddenly the media is realizing, wait a second, it turns out the Democrats don't even have enough votes in the Senate besides Manchin and Cinema for their bipartisan or their, their single-minded Democrat reconciliation plan. They've all they've been so focused at Manchin and Cinema. The media never bothered to do a whip count, and now suddenly it turns out it's more than just Cinema and Manchin who are opposed to the Democrats' reconciliation process. As much as Joe Manchin or as much as Bernie Sanders says 48 Democrats agree, turns out they don't. 
And because we've punted the debt ceiling and can focus on reconciliation, it turns out the Democrats are way more internally divided than anyone thought they were. So with that, yeah, I think Republicans will cave. But yeah, I think punting to December has exposed the rifts in the Democratic Party to be much deeper than anyone thought. And that strategically might just help McConnell. The way we use the internet, well, it's changed over the last decade. Security tools have mostly stayed the same. Aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances, devices, and so much more in an easy-to-use app. Most credit card companies do a good job of protecting you against fraudulent purchases, but what if a scammer files for unemployment in your name or if your social media account's hacked? Aura's protection goes beyond your credit card. Between your photos, your finances, your devices, your connections, your world's more online than ever. You may have security systems in place for real life, but what about your online life? Aura can sound the alarm if your digital presence is at risk. They provide digital security protection. They keep your online finances, your personal information, and your technology safe from online threats. It's all-in-one protection for identity theft, financial fraud, malware, scam sites, so much more. With Aura, you'll get notified for to fraud and threats fast. If your online accounts, your passwords are leaked online, someone, you're, you're going to be told by Aura. Like a lot of people, they won't tell you. Aura is easy to set up. All plans come with a million dollars in identity theft insurance to help recover stolen funds and experience U.S.-based customer support that's got your back. For a limited time, Aura is offering you guys 40% off plans when you visit Aura.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You go to Aura.com slash Eric, again, E-R-I-C-K, you get complete protection, you get savings of up to 40%. That's Aura.com slash Eric, A-U-R-A dot com slash E-R-I-C-K. Hi there, it is Eric Erickson here, the Eric Erickson Show. The phone number is 877-97-ERIC-877-973-7425. Let us talk about the Pfizer revelations from Project Veritas. There is an undercover video that has come out of an interview with a person who works at Pfizer showing that the Pfizer vaccine, mRNA vaccine, um, has a connection to fetal tissue cells from an aborted fetus. This is a moral issue, particularly for a lot of Catholics. Uh, A lot of Protestants actually uh, don't have a problem with it. And I should note the Catholic Church does not either. Uh, because the fetal cells are so far removed. And I want to explain this to you. It's not that complicated, and a lot of people are trying to make it into a conspiracy. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine, Johnson & Johnson vaccine, because it uses a viral component, uh, has a, a connection to fetal tissue in the manufacturing process of that vaccine. Because the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are mRNA vaccines, they do not have fetal tissue as part of the manufacturing process. All of them, however, were tested on the fetal kidney tissue cells of a fetus, of an aborted baby. Now, here's what you also need to know. The odds are very likely that the aborted fetus involved in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines was not an elective abortion, but a miscarriage. Why do I say that? Because in 1973, 
scientists obtained fetal tissue cells from an aborted child from the Netherlands. In 1973, abortion was illegal in the Netherlands. Now, it happened illegally, but most of the scientific research fetuses came from either an abortion to save the life of the mother or from miscarriage. The odds are very good this came from miscarriage. We don't know for sure. But neither Pfizer nor Moderna use aborted fetal tissue to manufacture their vaccine. They used it to test to make sure it would work. And they're not alone. If you've ever taken Tylenol, Motrin, aspirin, ibuprofen, acetaminophen, albuterol, pepto-bismol, Prilosec, Zoloft, Claritin, Tums, Benadryl, Sudafed, they all use the same line for testing. None of them have fetal tissue. They all use the same line. Uh, don't believe it that an aborted fetus was used to manufacture the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. It's not true. Americans continue to navigate through multiple crises this year. We the People, a Bradley speaker series, offers insights and ideas on the current challenges we face from some remarkable organizations the Bradley Foundation supports. Visit bradleyfdn.org liberty to watch their most recent episode. It features Stephen Suckup, author of The Dictatorship of Woke Capital, How Political Correctness Captured Big Business, an Encounter Books publication. In the episode, Suckup discusses the left's gradual takeover of corporate America and why the free market hasn't been able to prevent it, the dangerous impact of shareholder activism and efforts to push back on it. That's Bradley with an L-E-Y at the end, fdn.org slash liberty to watch the video. New episodes debut weekly. Go back often, subscribe to their YouTube channel to be notified when a new episode is posted. That's bradleyfdn.org slash liberty. Hi there, it is Eric Erickson here. The Eric Erickson Show across the nation from Atlantic to Pacific, the Great Lakes to the Gulf of Mexico, all from Atlanta, Georgia. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you'd like to be a part of the program. I want to revisit the abortion issue with the uh, fetal tissue cells and the vaccines because, man, did I get flooded during commercial break with a ton of people uh, asking for that information again, saying, please slow down. Let me give this to you. As you know, in this country, there are three vaccines for COVID. One is the Johnson & Johnson. The other are Pfizer and Moderna. Pfizer and Moderna are mRNA vaccines. They're a newer type of vaccine. Johnson & Johnson is a traditional vaccine that using part of the COVID virus. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines use an mRNA sequence of the protein that's on the outside of COVID that causes your body to mount an immune response. So they're different and their manufacturing is different. With a lot of traditional, not all, but most traditional vaccines, uh, cell lines derived from two aborted fetuses are used. One of those cell lines comes from an aborted child from the early 1980s in the United States and California. Another comes from an aborted child from the Netherlands in 1973. And when I say abortion, you immediately think an elective abortion. Someone went in to terminate their pregnancy. We actually don't know. With the California one, maybe so. With the Dutch one, 
Abortion was common in the Netherlands at the time, but it was illegal. And overwhelmingly, those illegal abortions, uh, the, the fetal lines, never made it into scientific research. The ones for scientific research in the 1970s came from either an abortion that was related to the life of the saving the life of a mother or more likely from a miscarriage. We don't know, but the odds are the, the Dutch one came from a miscarriage because abortion was illegal at the time. That's not to say it didn't happen. It actually happened pretty regularly, but mostly those didn't then get steered into scientific research and illegal abortion. The fetal tissue didn't get steered into scientific research. Legal abortions did. Those were miscarriages or an actual abortion to save a mother's life. We don't know where they came from. The position of the Catholic Church, which takes this more seriously than any Protestant church, is that we are so far removed in time that we're okay. The further position is that even if you maintain your moral reservation, that with the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, it is a lie. It is a lie with the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines to say that aborted tissue was used in the manufacturing of the vaccines. It is 100% true that fetal tissue cell was used in the manufacture of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It's 100% true. It is 100% lie to say that aborted fetal cells were used for Moderna and Pfizer. Because the manufacturing process of an mRNA vaccine is vastly different, they do not have to use it. Now, that being said, pretty much every medicine on the market is tested against fetal tissue kidney cells. If the fetal tissue kidney cells can process the medicine, you can process the medicine. The Pfizer and the Moderna mRNA vaccines had no fetal tissue cells involved in their manufacturing, but they were tested on the fetal cells of the Netherlands fetal tissue line. The Dutch fetal tissue line, again, most likely came from a miscarriage. We don't really know, but in the early 1970s, where the line comes from, it was a uh, it was illegal to do elective abortions in the Netherlands. They still happened, but rarely did that material get into scientific research. Miscarriages and abortions to save moms were much more common. We now only have two existing lines, one from the Netherlands and one from California. The one from California is early 80s. I don't know uh, its genesis. It could very well be an elective abortion. The Netherlands, less likely to be elective. What has happened, though, is that the fetal lines were reproduced over and over and over and over and over and over and over for scientific testing of medicines. So we are now in 2021. The line of cells has been replicated over and over from the 1970s. We are very far removed from the death of that child, which is one reason the Catholic Church says that they're okay morally, that we're not using an aborted fetus to do testing on. We're using the kidney cells of fetal tissue that are multi-generationally removed from the situation. Now, to put this in greater perspective, most major medicines are tested on the kidney fetal tissue cells of, a, of these fetal lines, one from the Netherlands, one from California. They don't test them on both. It's one or the other. 
30 common medications have used fetal cell lines during research and development. I want to give you some of those medicines you've heard of. Acetaminophen, albuterol, aspirin, ibuprofen, Tylenol, Pepto-Bismol, Tums, Lipitor, Sinecot, Motrin, Maalox, Exlax, Benadryl, Sudafed, Preparation H, Claritin, Prilosec, and Zoloft. So if you're upset that the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines were tested on fetal tissue cells derived from a 1970s abortion, you shouldn't take acetaminophen, albuterol, aspirin, ibuprofen, Advil, Tylenol, Pepto-Bismol, Tums, Lipitor, Sinecot, Motrin, Maalox, Exlax, Benadryl, Sudafed, Preparation H, Claritin, Prilosec, or Zoloft because they actually have more research and development involving fetal tissue lines than the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines. Now, my personal position on this goes back to Joseph in Genesis. What someone meant for ill, God meant for good. And these two children who died, one in the 70s and one in the 1980s, have saved the lives of millions and millions and millions of children and adults. What someone meant for evil, God meant for good. That the evil, if there was an elective abortion, and we don't know that they were, but if they were, the evil that came from the act of elective killing a child, those two children's lives have been used, their cells have now been used to save hundreds of millions of people around the world with vaccines, with over-the-counter medicines, with life-saving prescription drug treatments. It's not a justification to say, go out and do more. We don't need more. There are these two children who died. Again, the one that Pfizer and Moderna were tested on were a fetal tissue line derived from an aborted child from the 1970s in Netherlands when it was illegal to do an elective abortion, which means the odds are it was a miscarriage or an abortion to save the life of a mother, not an elective convenience abortion. I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but most likely did not happen. But it was the 1970s. We're now in 2021, continuing to use a line of fetal tissue. The research upon which has saved the lives of hundreds of millions of people. And if you've ever taken an aspirin, a Tylenol, an Advil, a Motrin, Pepto-Bismol, a Prilosec, Tums, you name it, you have been impacted by this child from the Netherlands in its death in the 1970s. Again, what God meant for evil, or what, I'm sorry, what someone meant for evil, God meant for good, or at least he turned an evil act into a life-saving thing for the rest of us. And that's my position. I will not tell you you should have my position. I will just tell you that there is willful disinformation out there claiming that the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines use fetal tissue cells in their development. That is a lie designed to discourage you from getting vaccinated. It is a lie that is not grounded in truth. The truth is that they were tested upon the kidney fetal cells of a line that extends back to the 1970s in the Netherlands 
but not a single bit of fetal tissue went into the development or manufacture of the Pfizer Moderna vaccines. If you have a moral concern about the Pfizer Moderna vaccine based on abortion, I would tell you you are misguided. There's a legitimate moral concern about the Johnson & Johnson one. But on Pfizer Moderna, it's just simply not true. I don't understand why, well, no, I really don't understand why there is such a concerted effort to provide you disinformation and lies to dissuade you from taking a life-saving treatment. I, I really, I don't, part of me wonders, is this some grand conspiracy of the hard left that they really don't want you to take it so you die and there are less of us and more of them? It's their way to offset the aborting of, of their youth um, and not having kids? I don't know. But I will tell you that, yes, people do die from vaccines. It is not very common, including in this case, it's not very common. Yes, there are side effects. There are side effects of many medicines, including these. Are they common? No, they are not common. Would I encourage you to take this vaccine? 1,000% yes, I would encourage you to take the vaccine. If you're not comfortable taking it, I do not want any part in pressuring you or bullying you to take it. In fact, there's a story out today that in Hollywood, uh, they are even beginning to censor actors and actresses who are skeptical. It was amazing to me, uh, you know, what was is it Kyle Irving, the, the NBA player, I forget his first name, Irving, who came out and said he wasn't taking the vaccine because he got COVID. He's got natural immunity. His natural immunity is higher. So why take a vaccine when he's got natural immunity that is higher than with the vaccine? And the media tried not to make eye contact with it until it went viral on the internet. And now they're having to trot out celebrities to attack this guy for saying something that is true because they want you to take the vaccine. I want you to take the vaccine, but not at the expense of truth. And it's remarkable to me how the left in this country and the media elite in this country will savage a young black man who said nothing but truth in order for you to do what they want. There is no reason to have to lie and defame a guy who said nothing but truth. There's no reason to bully you or him. But I do think it's important to be truthful. And I do think it is notable that there are people who do not want you to take the vaccine for reasons I can't fathom, who actually are engaging in a lie and disinformation campaign as much as the left. Neither side should be lying to you. Neither side should be seeding disinformation. And yet both sides are. The hard anti-vaccine crowd and the hard pro-vaccine crowd are both engaged in bullying tactics and disinformation. And I can't fathom why, other than we're at a day and age where each side defines itself by what it's against in the other side. So instead of X and you argue Y, it's X and negative X, the opposite of whatever the other side has. And that is a level of worldliness I seek never to possess. The things of the world hate the things of God, and I would rather be on his team than the world's team. And when you've got two sides in the world fighting with each other and defining each side by what the other side is against, that's not healthy for society. And to the extent you have fallen in that, I hope you pull yourself out of it because you should not be against something just because the other side is for it, nor should you be for something because the other side is against it. You should try to be reasonable in your approaches and realize life is a little more nuanced than X and negative X. And there's no reason to lie one way or the other 
about these vaccines. Now, a company that I think is doing good work that is on our side, that does not lie, but actually commits itself to the truth and our cause is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile gives a portion of its profits to conservative causes, from pro-life causes to Second Amendment causes to uh, the causes of veterans and first responders. If you use Patriot Mobile, you help fund the conservative movement and the pro-life cause with the profits that they get. You can port your number over. You can get a new number. You can carry over your unlocked phone. You can get a new phone from them. They have very competitive rates, and they have world-class coverage. You get on their website, patriotmobile.com. You can see their map of coverage. I I mentioned, I guess, two days ago, I had to drive over to Thomason uh, from my house in Macon, Georgia. Very rural drive, very rural drive. And I had cell coverage the entire way. I had data coverage the entire way. So if I can do it in that drive, you can probably do it where you are. You can look at their coverage maps. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service as well. So if you call them, you're not calling somebody in Mumbai. You're calling somebody here in the U.S. They can help you, talk you through it. You get free activation with my name. What you do is you go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K, or you can call them, 972-PATRIOT. Tell them Eric sent you. You get free activation. It is worth it. You get to do business with a company that shares your values and your dollars and theirs magnify together to amplify and help the conservative cause, the pro-life cause, the Second Amendment cause. So get on it, patriotmobile.com slash Eric. Hi there, it is Eric Erickson. You can call in and be a part of this here program if you like, 877-973-7425. Looking forward to being at Still Fire Brewing in Swanee, Georgia tonight uh, for a CHOA event uh, with a bunch of people who contributed to fight childhood cancer. I will be up there. I'm going to leave after the show and, and drive up and hang out with folks. Should be a good time. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan in Noonan, Georgia. Their website is firstlibertyga.com. Listen, they can help you nationwide. I say they're in Noonan. I know them. Uh, the Frost family, they've been doing this since the early 90s. They are good, good people. They're active in in conservative politics around the nation as well and good Christian causes. Solid, dependable, reliable people. Good, good character people as well. And what you need to know is they want to help your business grow. And we're talking six-figure deals. You need a fleet of vehicles. You need to buy a building or build a building. Let them help you. They want to get you to yes where so many banks are saying no. It's firstlibertyga.com is their website. Firstlibertyga.com. Tell them I send you. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're fit for them and them for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Now, I got to tell you guys, uh, my goodness, the the fighting that is breaking out now in Washington between the Democrats, that's one good reason to punt the, the debt ceilings. The Democrats, it turns out, are not united at all on reconciliation. Bernie Sanders has been telling people it's 48 to 2 in the Democratic caucus. It doesn't appear that that's actually the case. One of the things you need to know is that they have uh they they they've been picking fights that try to make it seem like Mansion and Cinema are the only obstacles, but there are Democrats behind the scenes who are very quiet on this but have a lot of concerns. Here's Senator Chris Coons on this. Do you think there would be 50 votes, Democratic votes, to change? There will be. There's a lot of passion in the caucus about um, not allowing um, Senator McConnell to derail our advancing the Build Back Better agenda. Listen, they're not going to scrap the filibuster now. Joe Manchin's come out and said, no, the Democrats, they're, they're not in a good place right now. 
I mean, here's Joe Manchin. I've been very, very clear where I stand, where I stand on the filibuster. I don't have to repeat that. I think I've been very clear. Nothing changes. But the bottom line is we have a responsibility to be the adults. Our leadership has the responsibility to lead. And that's what I'm asking and imploring them to do. We should not have these artificial crises. We are not going to default on our debt. We are still basically the currency of the world, and we will remain that. So anybody who thinks any different than that is basically speculating for the sake, for the sake of theatrics. For the sake of theatrics. Well, now that they don't have the debt ceiling breathing down their neck, they're starting to realize there are pretty strong divisions within the Democratic Party as to how to proceed with reconciliation. Bad news for Joe Biden. We'll get into the good news for Joe Biden. There is, believe it or not, good news for Joe Biden. When we come back, I'll tell you what it is. Y'all, from the moment I sat in my X chair, my body said, this is what a real office chair is supposed to be like. I had, gosh, I had gone through office chairs and then I got my X chair and it is the perfect chair. In fact, my X chair, unlike your chair, can massage my back while I'm sitting doing three hours of talk radio. It can even heat up and cool down depending on my office, which tends to run hot in the summer and cold in the wintertime. And it's all in the LMX massage and temperature regulation exclusively designed for the X chair. And once you feel the customized support of X chair's patented dynamic lumbar DVL, they call it dynamic variable lumbar, your back's going to be happy. What I need you to do, you got to go check out the X chair because yeah, I bought the, y'all know the expensive brand and I bought it. It was a good chair. It actually was a really good chair. And X chair takes it to the next level. What you need to do is go to xchaireric.com now. That's X, the letter X, chair, E-R-I-C-K.com or call 844-4-X-CHAIR for $100 off your order. X chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. It's xchaireric, E-R-I-C-K.com. It is worth it. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.